Previously on Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. We have confirmed reports from his spokesperson that Governor Matthew Wise is currently on his way to Yorkshire to personally negotiate Javier's surrender. Here's what you can do, Peter. You and Orson here take Jeb as far away from the estate as you can get. It's a plan. It has a name. Operation Whopper Snoo Snoo. I swear, if you two didn't have guns, I would jog on ahead without you. When are you going to let me in on this little secret plan, Ifanya? The plan is to save the world for our little team of do-gooders over there. You are aware if that deputy finds you, you're going to be under arrest, right? And if that isn't enough, someone is killing people around here and you act like you want to play high school slumber party with me. You are invited to a mystery. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. Episode 12, Let There Be Light. The following may contain depictions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. That's not capitalism, that's extortion. Let me see if I have this straight. You wake me up in the middle of the night it's to- It's 11.30. To rent my boat, my very expensive boat. It's a canoe with a submersible desk fan. It's called a trolling motor. Potato, potato. There's not even a proper marina here. Marina? Do you normally go to a marina? I could throw this in my bathtub. It would be cheaper to rent if this is going in your bathtub. What difference does that make? Unlike this lake, I'm guessing your bathtub is not on fire. You're being dramatic. That's just a tiny bit of diesel burning off the surface of the water. And it's way over there. I won't even go close to it. I know you reporters, and you need to sensationalize every cotton-picking thing I watch on TV all day long. I only need to get to the other side. You can even pilot me there if you'd like. Same price. Extra. Extra? Why? I can do it myself. I just thought you'd feel more comfortable that way. Extra for my time. Time? It's maybe a five-minute trip, even for your little waterproof desk fan there. Trolling motor. Tomato, tomato. But you're going to want a trip back, right? Fine. Let's make that 75 more. Look, here's 20, 40, 60, 80, 800. 20, 40, 60, 80, $900 American cash money. Nine, uh, 21, $929 to buy that rusty canoe and upside down desk fan outright and never look at your ugly face again. Well, you see, there's certain paperwork involved. Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, I'm supposed to be meeting Margo down at the community center for most Anytime, of the- Anytime, okay? Take it or leave it. They say the happiest day of a boat owner's life is the day he buys his boat. And the day he sells it. Yes, I know. Congratulations, old man. Today is your day. Now help me load it into the lake. Yeah, right. More like get your stinking boat out of the back of my truck before I dump it right here on the side of the road. 
one half-decent scoop, and I am so out of this miserable town. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure doing business with you! Be sure to watch Channel 5 Alive Action News. <laughs> Sucker! Your taillight is out! I hope you get pulled over. Or rear-ended by a bullet train. Whatever happens, happens. Bob, grab the stuff. We're leaving. Bob. I'm not Bob. Oh, the police. Perfect. Did you see that extremely rude gentleman that just drove off? He had a busted taillight. And? And, and aren't you going to bust him? I hope you're not the type to be shy about using a taser. God knows he has it coming. Sir, what is your name and what are you doing here? I'm pretty sure I smelled alcohol on his breath too. He couldn't have made it that far away. Sir, your name. Jordan Kelly, Channel 5 News. You don't recognize me? I'm here from the Capitol on assignment with the governor. I'm going to need to see your registration and boating education license. My what? The registration for your boat and your boating education license. You're joking, right? Mr. Kelly, the penalty for boating illegally is up to a $500 fine and or 60 days in jail. So again, I ask, where is your registration and boating education license? Oh, that's not my boat. It isn't? Oh, no. No, no, no. The one I just witnessed you lower into the lake? Correct. Not mine. The one I saw you hand over a fistful of cash for? Yes, simple misunderstanding. I was helping a friend. The rude drunk with the broken taillight? I didn't say he was a good friend. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Now wait just a second. I don't know what you... Bob, Bob, get over here. Well, well, well. What is this manner of disturbance here this fine evening? Governor Wise. Jordan Kelly, as I live and breathe. You still with Channel 5? Channel 7 is still hot garbage, so yeah. Well, don't tell Sally I said this, but I'm looking around and I don't see them here, so maybe you are right. <laughs> Governor, I need to get to the other side of this lake and do my job. Of course you do, Jordan, and I understand that. I really do. But certainly you also understand that these guys in blue here are not going to let anyone in the media get anywhere near that crime scene. You're the governor. You can make it happen. You forget I used to be law enforcement. Just because I now wear the expensive suits doesn't mean I feel like I can dump all over their procedures with my whims and desires. Governor, I need this. Look, Jordan, I like you. You remind me a lot of myself. I, I do? Really? How? This town isn't big enough for you. I... Don't get me wrong, Yorkshire is a wonderful small town, for small people. Sir? People like Sally, from Channel 7. Can I at least get an interview with you, since you're here? No interview, but I'll make a statement. Bob, leave the tripod. No, shoulder, come on. Now. 
Come on, let's move. Move, move. Dear God. I hear the ABC affiliate in Capital City is looking for a new political correspondent. I could put in a good word. You would do that? Of course I would. I know Jack over there fairly well. That would be... tremendous. Tremendous indeed. Thank you, Governor. Now, son, you seem a little bit young, so I think it is incumbent upon me to be a little bit more forthcoming than I may be with a more, let's say, seasoned reporter. Okay. I actually have a full six years of experience Jordan, at... Jack and I are really good friends. I would not want to jeopardize that relationship by recommending someone not up for the job. I understand. I can forward you a highlight reel of my best moments and you can show him and let him make his own decision. <laughs> that way... Son, no. That's not how this works. It's not? Not at all. How does this, um, work? The job is yours. What about the making sure I'm up for it thing? Tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to sit down at my mahogany desk and personally review every second of coverage you give me here tonight. Then, and only then, will I make my final determination on what exactly I should tell my good friend Jack over at ABC News. About you. And assuming I am up for it, the job is mine? You could have Channel 5 mail your last check to your new address in the capital. Wow. Get a place in the Heights. Beautiful there this time of year. Yes, sir. Oh, and one more thing. What is it, Governor? We're gonna need your boat. Now that we've reached an understanding, where is she? Iconia? Yes, Iconia. Javier? It's a big property. Did you know someone burned down your bridge? We can pin it on Iconia if you stop protecting her. She doesn't need my protection. Believe it or not, I actually have other things I need to do. Find her. Far be it from us to keep you from your work, deputy. At the very least, you can make yourself useful by gathering in the same place. Oh. We're trying this again? The governor is handling this himself. Won't be long. And after that, we're all just one big happy family again? You should just be glad I'm not the governor. We will get everyone we can find to the billiard room. Yeah, well, you better find everyone. No loose ends. We've got it from here. Work fast and don't touch the bodies. Now I want to touch the bodies just to spite him. Not bodies. Body. Percy isn't dead. He's not? Why didn't you say so? I'm half convinced if the deputy knew he was alive, he'd see to it that he wasn't. No loose ends. Percy, are you still with us? I'm so sleepy. Don't go to sleep. Weird. Wake up, pal. Javier, how do we get an ambulance here without anyone knowing? We don't. The bridge is destroyed. Our bridge? We need a boat. It's... it's really gone? I can't. 
don't even know what to say. Yeah, well, it doesn't seem like she's a problem anymore anyway. Camilla, what are you doing? Who are you calling? I've got a plan. Did you hear that? Another gunshot. Ah, do you think? I don't know, Jeb. It is pointless to speculate. I'm the one who could actually make a difference. Jeb, if you would have insisted on staying, that deputy most certainly would have arrested you. You didn't have a choice. None of us did. I hope Mr... Donato. Right. I hope Mr. Donato is okay. Someone told him where we were headed. Right, Orson? The peak overlooking the lake under the flagpole. He knows. I think I'm gonna go see for myself what's going on. Peter, you have no reason to put yourself at risk like hey, that. Guys, look, I see someone up on the water. Someone found a boat. It is undoubtedly the police. About time. Jeb. Peter, I shall greet the landing party down the hill where I suspect they will come ashore. Why don't we just go with you? You two need to wait on Mr. Donato. Make yourself comfortable up here. I'll send someone to fetch you when the situation becomes secure. Hey, Orson. Yes, Peter? Don't trust anybody. I will take that under advisement. Quite a day. Wouldn't you say? It doesn't take two people to wait on Mr. Donato. Peter, I... You'll be safe here. So would you, if he'd stay. If Mr. Donato does come back, tell him I had an inkling. We could go together. Mr. Donato would be fine by himself. I hope you don't take this the wrong way, handyman, but... I'll feel safer not being near you right now. Oh, uh, yeah. I suppose I understand. Around the property, I mean. You're fine here. Sure. Don't worry. Okay. This is me. Not worrying. Be back soon. Watch your back. Always. I've been thinking. About? We've given a lot of thought to what we're planning to do, but not to what everyone else is planning to do. I will control them with my mind. It's not too late to go back to the boat, Chief. You either, Brody. Remember, I have a gun. Oh, I'm not going to miss this train wreck. The schnoo part of Operation Wappa Schnoo Schnoo has accounted for every eventuality. Which snoo? The first or second? I know you're joking. No, I really... I've got to find Miss Lissy. 
You know, if she would have just told us what happened when I first asked... Hey, don't you dare put all of this on her. She's the very one who told me you were kidnapped in the first place. She did? If it wasn't for her, you'd be drowning in your own vomit, spinning around in a moonshine barrel in Yorkshire Falls. That was her? She risked her job to help you. Maybe even her life. I didn't know. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things you don't know. Just because I was going to make one mistaken arrest doesn't mean there's a whole lot of things I don't know. You were know. going to arrest her? Are you kidding me? Don't get your feelings hurt, Brody. He was going to arrest everybody. Operation Subsection Snooze. Except the governor. Can't arrest him. Yes, the nuns. We know. What I'm saying is, I'll do what we talked about, but then I'm looking for Lissy and getting her somewhere safe. But the other Operation Subsection Snoo depends on you. That's the second one, right? I'll show you how to do it. You don't need me there. What kind of journalist would run away from the biggest story of their career? I think it should be obvious to everyone by now. I'm no journalist. Ah, oh, come on, kid. You seem like you're doing all right to me. I can avoid your little Mariner Mafia. Maybe even take Lissy back out the way we we're coming in. You, uh, don't mind, do you, Chief? If anything happens to the boat of my good friend, the grieving father of real E-Biggs, I will personally throw you into my jail and keep you there until you earn enough money breaking rocks to buy him a new one. I'll take that as an okay. If you plan on bailing, you better start telling me everything I need to know. Sure. First thing you need to realize is that all of these microphones are feeding into a virtual server where all of the geotags, voice-to-text, mm. timestamps, and audio recordings are being mined and dumped. Uh, of course. I have an emergency Qi standard wireless charger that should mm -hmm. suffice for your strategy. Plan. You'll also need to allocate the correct receiver channels for real-time monitoring. Mm -hmm. If there's an issue with the cloud, mm -hmm. sometimes real-time is all you will get reliably. Mm. Ah. Cloudy. Uh, real-time. Mm, got it. Except for speech to text. That's usually pretty solid. Uh, okay. <laughs> you have no idea what that kid is saying, do you, Verbal? Sure. I mean, you know. Brody, if this plan doesn't work out the way we're hoping it does. It will, Chief. I, I hope so, Verbal. But if not. Miss Lizzie could be in trouble. Unfortunately, that may be right. Client, worker, confidentiality and all. There are no guarantees, Brody. But we have to try. And you have a better chance with me. Don't minimize your talents. You are vital. I'll make it work. For Lissy. But I still want that gun. I'll think about it. So, how's this going down? Are we sneaking in? Supreme Allied Commanders don't sneak in, Brody. Yeah, he's striding in like he owns the place. Try to keep up. We are sneaking in? No, I'm sneaking in. No one cares about you. Verlo. I mean, no one cares if you're here or not. That's all. You're just sneaking around because you're with me. At least that shouldn't be hard to do in total darkness. I wish I wore all black. I wear a hat. That's great. Oh, uh, guys. It's so bright now. We were closer than I thought. It's going to be a little tougher to sneak around now. 
will he? He wants you to ask how he's doing. I'm not going to. Don't blame you. Maybe Brody just the one. Nope. But nope. Inspector? Oh, circular breathing! I learned it from a Mongolian throat singer when I was vacationing in. That's uh, not a thing! Uh, of course it is! You just heard me! Chief? You heard the inspector. Circular Mongolian throat singing. Ridiculous. <coughs> Case closed. Smells like a forest fire around here. Reminds me of camping. And s'mores. Yeah, well, it's much more pleasant from a distance. Trust me. Evening, sir. Or is it early morning yet? Governor Wise? It's always nice to be recognized. Makes me feel right at home. Sir, I would not advise you to stay here at this time. Oh, I am exactly where I need to be. Catch this rope and give us a little tug your way, if you wouldn't mind. Welcome to the Master's Estate, Governor Wise, and... Don't worry about me. He likes to keep it all business. You know those state police types. Of course. It's nice to finally be able to see what's going on over here. Yes, Governor. The power just came back on. I'm not certain how it is back on, but I'm relieved just the same. Nonetheless, I fear we may still have a murderer on the loose. You should consider returning across the lake until the situation is secure. Oh, this big old guy right here wouldn't let anything happen to me, would you, dog? See? All business. Yes, of course. Do not fret, uh, what is it? I'm guessing Butler, right? Am I right? Yes, sir. Butler is correct. Orson Lang III at your service. Well, Orson... Deputy Dundee has assured me the scene is now secure, so our crisis is over. Is it? Well, that's fabulous news. There is a bit of ugly, unfinished business we are going to need to take care of first, though. You understand. I do not exactly follow, Governor Wise. You just worry about getting everyone in one place. We all need to have a little come-to-Jesus meeting. I will see to it the masters are aware of your wishes. You do that, Orson. And don't miss anyone. Everyone is going to need to hear what I have to say. I won't miss a soul, sir. My associate and I need to meet up with the good deputy. Don't be hard to find. I suspect we will convene in the billiards room on the second floor. Perfect. Maybe I'll challenge you to a game. Sir? What do you play, Orson? What's your game? Eight ball? Nine ball? Candy Crush. Now? No. Why not? We have to be more careful now that the lights are back on. Are you sure they left the key? 
I don't even think there is a key. Of course there's a key. Why wouldn't there be a key? Maybe it doesn't use one? Do you have a backup plan if there is no key? What do you want to do? Swim for it? Emerging from the murky water like some sort of lake monster will do a lot for our credibility, Connie. Sorry, Iconia, but you haven't thought this all the way through. You missed too many opportunities like that. Like what? Thinking things all the way through. You can avoid a lot of mistakes like that, too. Seems boring. Seems rational. I think the coast is clear. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm actually talking about a coast. Yeah. Neat. And it's clear! Maybe you should scout it out and see if there's a key first. No way. We need to move fast. Can I just tell everyone I'm your hostage? Whatever it takes to get you to push that boat off from shore. Me? Why do I have to do that? Look down. What do you see? The floor? Empty boxes? Our feet? What's your point? Your quirky little hipster shoes look like they came from the hobo Goodwill. Mine did not. Yeah, well, you probably couldn't muscle it out there anyway. I what? Of course I can. Oh, I know what you're doing. You want me to get mad and do it for you. That's not it at all. I live at the gym. I never even skip leg day. You are indeed quite fit. I know. I could get that boat in the water. Okay. By myself? Sure. You don't think I can do it? You don't this think- This sort of thing isn't about fitness. It's about heft. Heft? That's right. Heft. I have heft. You do not. I do. You have 98 pounds of heft soaking wet. I weigh 108. Well, maybe not today. I've been very active recently and skipped a few meals. We can both maneuver the boat into the water. I'll hold it so you can get in. Then I'll use my superior heft to push it into the lake and you can use every bit of your 98 pounds 108. to help me into the boat. Fine. I don't know why you're so angry. All I did was agree with your initial plan. If we weren't in a hurry, I could do it alone. You could sell tickets. Just get ready to move. I'd pay to watch that. Shut up. All right. Three, two, one. We're going to give it back, right? Give what back? The boat. Huh? The boat we're stealing? We're giving it back, right? Well, I wasn't planning on keeping it. Why? Were you planning on selling it on Connie List? Or you Yorkshire eBay? Of course not. You Yorkshire Twitface has a marketplace. Dot com. I just feel bad for taking this from some poor sap. Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. Why not? It's the governor's boat. Are you unwell? You brought me out here to steal the governor's boat? It's not like it's a luxury yacht or anything. It's a stupid fishing boat. Pull it together and help me get it in the lake. I was right all along. 
Yes, half. I get it. Help me. No. Nowhere is safe around you. Feel free to stay on the property with the governor, if you'd like. Be sure to ask him if he's heard about any cool new documentaries coming out. Wait. First, give me a push, though. We never checked for a key. It works. Stop worrying. I'm coming with you. You better bring some hops with that heft, girl. I do not want us to both end up in this water. And mess up all this makeup? No way. Hang on. You can do this. Hops and heft. You're the total package. Let's get out of here before the governor comes back. Something tells me he won't be very lenient with pirates. I could use some rum right now. Oh, no. Well, it doesn't have to be rum necessarily. Shoot. I'd even settle for a Diet Coke. Not that. Look, over there, the other side. Oh, my. There's dozens of them. They look like cops. Do you think those are police boats, Iconia? Do you hear yourself? This isn't Miami, Connie. How many boats do you think Yorkshire police have in their armory? Well... They have obviously commandeered a whole slew of local watercraft to reach the estate. No way. It's too fast. It's the governor. I mean, the bridge is still on fire. He can make things happen quickly. Well, now what? We go back? We could keep hiding. No, we stick to the plan. The plan didn't involve a police invasion. They'll recognize you. Me? What on earth for? You're famous around here. I am certainly not. Everyone is on your stupid website. Aren't you friends with all of them? I'm not Tom. Tom? MySpace Tom. And Tom is famous? They won't know me. Probably. I'm your marketing assistant. I'd never hire you. You couldn't afford me. You're not you Yorkshire twit-based material. I'll play dumb and fit in. Maybe you could try laying down and avoid being seen. No way. They'll search the boat. Better to hide in plain sight. I think six or seven more boats just drove up. My God. They must be bringing in police from miles away. We better hope whoever we run into has a U Yorkshire Twitface account, Iconia. You are so wise, Miss Heck. Getting into character? It might be easier to just let Governor Wise shoot me in the face. Let's try this again. Okay, here goes. I'm going to need you to gather the February reports from the department heads by the end of the day. I cut, uh, I mean... Steve. You're going with the name Steve? Yeah. Steve? Stevie, maybe? How about Stephanie? No, Steve. Why? People will feel sorry for me that I have a man's name and not ask the CID to prove it. Oh, 
I mean, who would offer a lie so painful? Now, Iconia, I'm sure there are many women out there living happy and productive lives with the name Steve. May God have mercy on them all. About those monthly reports. Thank you for entrusting me with such an important corporate task. I will have them on your beautiful, organized desk by the end of the day, Miss Hecht. If that idiot Steven will stop playing Call of Duty long enough to do his work. The name of your fake office nemesis is Steven? And your name is... Steve. Because... Who would make something like that up? Right. Right. Well, our practicing may be over before it started. The first two boats are... Coming right for us. Here we go. Don't worry, boss. I believe in you. <laughs> I knew I should have punched you in the jaw when I had a chance. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee is a Pigeon Spaceship Studios production. Our executive producer is Laura Bratton. On this episode, you enjoyed the vocal talents of Easton Rowell as Brody Roberts, Rico Estrada as Javier Masters, Mallory Rowell as Connie Hecht, Sebastian Stevens as Percy Andrews, Alexis Mills as Iconia Haverdale, Ethan Britt as Deputy Dundee, Veronica Flowers as Camilla Masters, Caleb Hannon as Jordan Kelly, Micah Mills as Governor Matthew Wise, Ian R. as Orson Lang III, Nick O.G. as Peter Answorth, Kevin Marchinsky as Chief Overton, Greg McBride as Jeb Bryson, Marcus Manuel as the State Policeman, Ryan Parker as the Boat Owner, Gregory Bratton as the Inspector, and me, I'm Amanda Parker. You can visit us at ivml.podbean.com for transcripts, cast info, show notes, and more. Pigeon Spaceship Studios is on a mission to fellowship, mentor, and empower. Creating fun and wholesome content is only our excuse. Come connect with us on Twitter at Pigeon Spaceship and with this show at IVML underscore pod. Join the discussion anywhere using hashtag IVML. Keep listening for a sneak peek at our next episode. Hello, once again, this is Gregory Bratton here to share some exciting news for the show and why that matters to you. Yes, I'm talking about you. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee has been fortunate enough to have been nominated for several Audioverse Awards, which is an annual celebration of immersive fiction and the people who make it. Hey, that's us. So, yes, I am going to ask you to vote for us, but let me explain why this is important. The vision my wife Laura and I have for Pigeon Spaceship Studios is to build a not-for-profit production company that mentors and equips the marginalized and disadvantaged, empowering them to become artists capable of expressing their vision to the world. Now, of course, that sounds very high-minded and lots of fancy words, but what would that look like in reality? Well, we happen to be situated in what I believe to be a very strategic place in downtown Savannah, Georgia. We straddle a sort of geographical cultural divide. To our east, we are surrounded by a bunch of amazingly talented students attending the world-famous Savannah College of Art and Design. 
And to our west sits one of the poorest neighborhoods in our city. So our vision is to bring these worlds together, provide a safe and fun home for these art students where they can create, learn, form community, and give back by providing mentorships to less privileged children and young adults with interest in music, production, design, just any sort of art-related activity. We want to teach some very amazing kids who happen to live in poverty how they can create world-class level art on a shoestring budget while also doing all we can to help procure and provide the tools they need to do it. So your question is probably, how does spending your time voting for a show about a bunch of idiots running around in the woods help make this really big dream happen? Because instead of Pigeon Spaceship Studios being a place that makes a silly show about a bunch of idiots running around in the woods, it becomes a place that makes a silly award-winning show about a bunch of idiots running around in the woods. And suddenly, this humble little studio just maybe seems a little bit more valid, a little bit more legitimate, a place you feel comfortable sharing your talents and serving others. And that is the heart of our mission. The guiding principle of Pigeon Spaceship Studios is not to make art that changes the world, but to make art as a fun excuse to form relationships, build community and trust between people of vastly different cultures, beliefs, backgrounds. Our passion is not the art, our passion is focused on the people making the art. And the good news is, I'm convinced that is the type of art you, the listener, want to consume. Now, I did not say all of that because I'm asking you for pity votes. I said all of that because I'm asking you to sacrifice your time. Expend your effort and energy to vote for the show. At the moment, this show has about 7,000 downloads. That is an amazing number, and I'm very thankful for it. But many of the other shows that are also up for AVAs have 10 times that, or even more times that number. So our only hope is that a very large percentage of our listeners that truly believe this show is deserving of an award make that time and effort sacrifice to vote. So for convenience, I have placed a link to the voting page in the show notes. That website is audioverseawards.net. That's all one word, audioverseawards.net. So I hope you go there and vote for us in every category you see us in. In conclusion, I believe there's a tremendous opportunity here to do some real good. That matters to us, and I believe that matters to you too. So please vote. Voting is open until the last day of October 2019. Thank you so much. Next time on Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. It's time to suit up because it's going down. You're embarrassing me. You know the inspector. Wow, what a guy. I didn't see nothing. I'm telling you, I just know. I didn't hear nothing. We have one shot. I didn't say nothing. I don't need to sneak around. And I didn't take nothing. Can you believe it? If he dies, it's our word versus the governor. Rounding up these ne'er-do-wells is like herding abused alley cats. I thought this part was a joke. There are so many quality podcasts out there. That's why we are so thankful you are listening to this one. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee will return in three weeks.